You really were terrified of that bloody Beatles one. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, spooky. <laughs> and uh, if that one didn't end up in the podcast, then it's even spooky. It's like a ghost page. <laughs> oh, a deleted scene. <laughs> I watched I watched the Batman trailer. Yeah. I want you to guess what you think my opinion is of the, of the Batman trailer. <laughs> I think I know what your opinion of it is. I I think Uh I think your opinion is either I've done the Riddler wrong or <laughs> very similar to mine is why? <laughs> Um, what you, is your opinion, Matt? So I think your opinion, yeah, is 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 like there's no, this is nothing. There's there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Here. yeah, yeah. There is um, nothing. I'm actually I'm actually like uh, cautiously optimistic about Same. the Batman. Same. Um, there, here's 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 the thing about the Batman yeah. is that Batman is incredibly boring as a superhero, but is is quite good as a um, a detective who tracks down high-concept villains. Yeah. Right? And it does sound like... It does look more like that. Robert Pattinson is going to be a unlikable Bruce Wayne. Yeah. With lank, greasy hair, and nobody likes him, and he kind of just stays in his room <laughs> uh, uh, for the most part. Precious little prince. And he's just angry at the world. Yeah. And we're not supposed to like him in that context, and we're supposed to watch him as a... Film noir, uh, flawed protagonists yeah. try to track down essentially a serial killer. Yeah. I, I really love the idea that someone saw the video essay on The Dark Knight being a, um, a post-9-11 film noir and they were like, oh, film noir! I could make a pre-9-11 film noir. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can just take film... Like, that's what Christopher Nolan missed. <laughs> All the camera movement and, and lighting of a film noir. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's yeah. it. That, that, like, watching that trailer now, I'm just like, yeah, no, actually. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the Nolan movie. I mean, yeah. yeah I like, and, and actually, I don't, I don't dislike looking, seeing Pattinson in the... Um, in, in in the suit, yeah. Don't don't hate it. Yeah, I it, think I think he could do a good job. It uh, it took me a while to realise who Andy Circus was playing. Um, at, at one point I was like, ah, oh, Lucius Fox, and and then it cuts to him in the back game. I was like, yeah. oh, it's yeah. Alfred, right? Alfred, okay, yeah. playing a, a, a weirdly young Alfred. Yeah, it it's like it's. Um... Now, I know Andy Circus isn't young. Yeah, but like. Alfred's supposed to have fought in the Second World War situation. Well, this is the thing. What else have we seen three iterations of superhero-wise, right? In the last 10, 10, 20 years. Maybe even more. Uh, I don't know. Daredevil? Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Right. Aunt May, progressively younger. Yes, yes younger as you go along, yeah. <laughs> it's the okay. same with Alfred uh, now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. You got you until got... Uh, until the point where you're gonna have um, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet as, as Batman, and no, do you know what? You already have it. We already have a boy Batman and a hot uh, and and a hot um, Alfred. Yeah, it's called Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, yeah, no. We already I, have a, 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 a literal child Batman. I, like Timothy Chalamet is a literal <laughs> child. I, I guess it is. I honestly thought you were about to say Timothy Chalamet Alfred. And, uh, <laughs> and a baby Batman. <laughs> just a baby as a Batman. Yeah. <laughs> just this subtitle, I am the knight. Like, I, I, am, I am furious at the people's cultural sensibilities that they find Timothy Chalamet as, um, as Willy Wonka to be attractive. I, it, just, just, it's just, just the sort of, it's the sort of thing where you just like let the richest boy in town, you know, you, you let Baron Trump roll up in a gold car <laughs> and because he's wearing a fancy hat, you go, ooh, he's tasty. <laughs> I love the idea you have of Timothy Chalamet being this rich boy. <laughs> he is a rich boy. He looks like he a is, rich boy. He is a rich boy. And all he does is play rich boys. <laughs> he is a rich boy. But, like, unlike Baron Trump, he's actually done something of worth. <laughs> I mean, you, says you. Yeah. Listen, I don't. Well, <laughs> I'm like, not a rich boy. Call, call you. No, you say he's all done right. something of worth. I don't. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I, I've enjoyed quite a lot of uh, a lot of Timothy Chalamet. I've never seen anything that like uh, I liked, and I'm not going to watch Call Me by Your Name because it's got the the cannibal in it, and it's. Uh, <laughs> and but that is a hilarious thing to say. Like, as <laughs> this as this film, and it has a man who came out as a cannibal in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's it, was it, revealed as a cannibal. <laughs> he revealed himself. To be a hundred percent accountable. Not publicly. He re- revealed himself via Instagram DMs to someone. Really? As, oh, as, right. a, as a cannibal. I thought he, he did not own that shit. I thought he tweeted <laughs> no, out. No. No. no, no okay. No. He he in a sext he told someone he was a hundred percent Man is a monster. Oh wow. He's a, he's a Batman villain. Getting getting me turned on. <laughs> right. I received that as a sext. I was like, oh yes. I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely down for that. Typing nine 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 into my phone. It's like definitely down for that. <laughs> when can we meet in a public place? Let's do not bring weapons. And I'm spelling meat with two e's. <laughs> when, can, when can we meet in a public place where there will definitely not be any undercover police officers nearby? <laughs> Is is it Army Hammer or Arnie Hammer? Army. Army Hammer. Yeah, like Armand. Armand Hammer, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I still think, like... Like, the joke is, in the social network, he played the uh, Winklevoss twins, and the joke is that there's, there's actually two yeah. Army Hammers. Like, part of me knows it's a joke, and then the other part of me, like, subconsciously still genuinely thinks there's another one. And and, and one of them's called Arnie and one of them's called Army. Yeah, that's it. It's uh, it's a, it's another universe where he's not fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. The normal... The Arnie Hammer is because you've got a normal name. Um, Arnold. <laughs> Arnold Hammer. Arnold Hammer. Yeah, yeah, Arnold Hammer is the normal... Is the normal Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, like... He's the child of an oil dynasty, yeah. and uh, like, this is true. Yeah, yeah. A child of an oil dynasty who just bought Arm and Hammer toothpaste to stop people making jokes. He he was perfect for the role of the Winklevoss yeah. twins, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, we're doing folklore movies. Yeah, we're doing that. Um, uh, as as uh, Ross quite rightly um, uh, pointed out in the mm. in the uh, titles and on the on the poll, um, yeah. you can take this multiple ways, can't you? You can yeah. you can you can either. Um, you can either go like uh, folkloric creatures, yeah, and fairies and trolls and and, and that sort of thing. Your, your Pan's Labyrinth, exactly. Your, uh, or, to think of other movies like that. Um, or you can go for, uh, I mean, Troll Hunter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and that sort of thing. Or you can go for um, and and every movie about fairies. You know, just that that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, I, I, would, I would say like let the right one in as well probably sure sure yeah. um, uh, and is that just because it's Nordic probably or like vampire it, it leans heavily into vampire lore and yeah. gives it a fresh like I guess just any vampire movie as well kind of yeah uh, I don't know how that category. I, I guess I, I've never really considered vampires to be folkloric but I suppose they are yeah it's just that they they got transferred into genre very quickly yeah uh, with, with like you know sort of uh, Bram Stoker and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean it's like um, like gangster movies being like uh, a contemporary or historical period yeah. piece, where it's like no, that they are their own genre kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, but they have as soon as you have something that that transfers them into the public consciousness outside of their own context. Yeah, immediately you start thinking about them as, as genre pieces rather than yeah, um, uh, rather than where they came from and I think context is the important part here because like yeah as I was saying you can have your folkloric creatures Mm -hmm. and folkloric sort of um, uh, you know um, context or you can have spooky people from the country who believe different things and uh, there's lots of twigs and uh, <laughs> like you know, bundles and uh, people getting put in big wicker uh, statues, wicker men, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, it, it, it it's um, stung by loads of bees. Yeah, yeah. yeah and there's you know poultices being whipped up that paralyze you, and uh, you know, kind of um, there's lots of sort of that that sort of folk horror. Is mm. um, you know the hollow? Oh, it's a giant cow skull that we filled with blood, and we're <laughs> gonna pour it into your brain, in, you know, into your head, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like that's folk horror. Yeah. And so is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> it's folk horror it's in a way. Yeah. It's kind of it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit more. Uh, ag- What's it called? Exoticist horror. Yes. Uh, in a way. Exploitation yeah, horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, in that kind of... Um, there's there's the, you know, weird people in the woods are folk, mm. and they are doing horror, and then there's, you know, your, your, um, uh, your, your kind of folkloric creatures. Yeah. And I think there's a place for both of them, and I think there is a place for both of them in the same film. <laughs> yeah. Because I think what what would be more interesting than... Um, a kind of you know how horror is often you've got all these weird but explainable challenges yeah taking people away or killing people or what have you mm-hmm. and then at the end it's revealed to be like they were really communing you don't know what but something is in the woods or something comes out of that cave or like they the, the, they've been making sacrifices to the fairies or like that sort of thing it's like the people are really the problem but they're doing it to appease something that like 
uh, is out there. You yeah. know, something something more. Um, and you only really find out what that is in the most vaguest terms once at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's kind of that follows nicely the horror um, uh, the horror uh, arc. Yeah. Wave. Yeah. Horror wave. Yeah. 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 The, the tension uh, yeah. fall off. Tension fall off. Tension fall. Off, where you think you know the whole truth, and then you find out something else, and then you know so yeah. it's sort of um, uh, every time you come to be able to explain something. Where you think you know something, exactly, and it, it falls away. Yeah, because yeah. you, your 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 tension, your own adrenaline will go down when you feel like you can explain what's happening on screen. Yeah, and then something else happens that you absolutely can't explain. Um, the lighthouse does this so well mm. with a sort of like you just assume that Willem yeah. Dafoe is. A, a, a terrible weird guy and then there's tentacles yeah. uh, and like <laughs> and you're like oh, what, what hang on <laughs> and then you're just like well no maybe that was just a dream and then yeah. there's like a mermaid uh, <laughs> and like it's it, it, it just becomes this really interesting and, like and then you're not Robert sure what Pattinson opens that drawer and there's just a load of Japanese tentacle porn in there yeah, and he's that, like yeah. what what you what, Willem what year is this <laughs> What, what year is this? Why is there manga? 1999. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real twist of the lighthouse. <laughs> yeah. It's like the they didn't need to be there. No. <laughs> I brought you here to share my jet, my, my, my hentai collection. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, right? If that had been the end of the movie, I would have got it. <laughs> I would have got, that is terrifying, Willem. That would be really scary. That is really scary. <laughs> I got some Dujinshi from, <laughs> from, from a convention one time. <laughs> do, do you like Japanese rubber pens? <laughs> we got a lot of raw fish. <laughs> He's just chopping up sushi. Yeah, yeah. It just that's when it goes into colour. I know you like <laughs> I know you like my lobster. <laughs> I know you like my lobster. You know and you just sort of like and then he's saying he's doing all that kind of ascended dialogue yeah. and then there's monologues and then suddenly he's just like Ah, so you found it. <laughs> that's what I brought you here for. <laughs> it was it was not intended to scare you. I wonder if you would like to accompany me to to, to anime con. <laughs> ah! The whole audience is like, "What?" He's wearing a cloud wig. Yeah. <laughs> he puts on this Sailor Moon outfit <laughs> as he gets onto the boat. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Folk horror, folk horror. That's, yeah, perfect that's, folk horror. That, that's terrifying. I, I'm actually, I'm actually going to be thinking about um, that for a bit. I'm going to, I'm going to be thinking about, <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about a horror movie in which the pull, not, not the lighthouse, yeah. but in which the reveal is that you've, you've been suckered into joining a group of friends that, that, that all want to go to an anime convention. Because <laughs> that would be like my yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you like Full Metal Alchemist? <laughs> Do you want to dress as 
one of the characters from Full Metal Alchemist. I feel like I feel like maybe this is this is the horror of me getting into Kingdom Hearts coming out. <laughs> you know, like because like I said it before, but Kingdom Hearts is very much a Necronomicon. It was a terrifying few weeks. Um, it is very much a Necronomicon in that like you don't understand it at first. Yeah. Uh, it feels weird and you want to push it away. Yeah. But there are certain parts of it you're like, oh, well, I mean, Mickey Mouse is in it. How bad can it be? You're drawn uh, in. Yeah, you're drawn in. And then you start, and the more you start to read, the more you you know you're lost when you start to understand it. Yes. Because the- you're beyond a, a, a Nadir. You've gone through this this strange you've you've gone mad you, you start to talk to people and you think you're talking normally where in, f- in fact you're mentioning like Xemnas <laughs> and, and and people with X's all Ter- over their names Terranauts Terranauts and people people are just like oh fucking hell people who are like people who have a different name because they're the spirit of one person possessing the body of another so they decide they need a third name <sighs> See, I don't understand that. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it is. I'm. I'm so grateful that I, that I steered clear. Imagine you're watching. Imagine you're watching a uh, a, a a movie about possession. You know, uh, The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Right, and <laughs> they just started. Like, instead they started of... co- considering the the the. Um, uh, the possessed individual <laughs> and the, 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 the possessing spirit yeah. to be a third separate entity. <laughs> I just really love the idea of... Because of, there's a scene in The Exorcist where it's it's the main guy and... Uh, and shit, I can't remember his name. Mike's von Sydow uh, just like sat on this landing just like, fucking hell. Like, this demon's really taking it out of us. But like the whole scene is just them like, who the fuck is Xehanort? <laughs> <laughs> like Do we do we do we really need to get up on the Hydra's back? Like <laughs> That's really? the biggest question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> can you can you buck the trend? Can you get up on the Hydra's back? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about that as a folk horror. Just just, uh, just joining a group of a, a fandom and then find, fandom. Uh, and finding out the whole fandom is actually anime fans all along. Yeah, yeah. Well, well just uh, joining a group of friends and then them them slowly revealing that they're all anime fans. Yeah, um, it happens. I it, mean, it, it's, it's happened. It's happened to me several times. Yeah, and I've simply had to cut all communication with. Them. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's pitch some movies. Yeah, let's do it. So from Ross Originals, we've got Bonehenge. Bonehenge. Wow. Yeah. You don't see many henges around, do you? There aren't a great deal of henges. Oh. You know, I signed. I did sign up to Henge, but um, I didn't get any matches. <laughs> oh wow! Just matching with uh, with local Just stones. Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> with, with local Neolithic structures in your area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, I, I wanted, I want, I wanted someone to to celebrate the, the, the and, and track the solstice with. Yes, um, yeah, but uh, the henge app yeah. designed to be deleted because once you've found that Neolithic monument, <laughs> you'll never want to turn back. You'll, you'll have a calendar. Yeah. 
We think. Yeah. <laughs> we think. We don't know. We think, that, we <laughs> think is, that's what it's for. This is still the advert. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what this app's for, really. We don't know what any Henge is for. We started with the name. We've never really understood what Henges are for, but you will help you find one. <laughs> this app, right, we started with the name yeah. and then worked from there. <laughs> we were like, it kind of sounds like Henges is a dating app, yeah. but for... But for Monuments, old yeah. old structures built by ancient peoples. Yep, yep. Not sure how it really works, but uh, people are downloading it. Well, no, it. we know how the app works. We've designed yeah, the yeah. app ourselves. Yeah. We know that, that back to front. Mm-hmm. It's just when you find the hens you're looking for, yeah. we don't know what they do. Yeah, no, exactly. Nobody does. Exactly. Um, so it's up to you what you do with that hench, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Probably, probably delete the app yeah. afterwards. Yeah, because you uh, think it's bad. Yeah, because it's, it's. You're like, if, to be fair, it helped me find a hench. Yeah. But now I, I don't. I don't, you know, don't what know what to do, to do with, with the hench. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why I was looking for a hench in the first place. <laughs> I kind of thought that because there was an app to find one, that it would be good and it would be kind of self-explanatory once I got the hench. Yeah. But no. Yeah. The, the the TV advert told me I needed this app to find henges. I was yeah. like, oh, you know what? I've not found henges. <laughs> it, it's almost like our society makes us think we have to have a henge. Yes. Um, but but really, we don't. We 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 should we I've, should be able to be happy just without a henge. I've heard hotel rooms and just booking holidays in general is cheaper if you have a henge <laughs> <laughs> because you split the money between yeah. you and the henge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it should be possible to have a fulfilling life without a henge, but yeah. you know society society deems it necessary. Renting is also cheaper if you've it's got true. a henge yeah. as well. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Or just friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fringe. Fringe. Stone fringe. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> Bonehenge. Bonehenge. Yes. Um. So. This is going to be... This has to be that we don't know what's, uh, what, what Stonehenge is for. Yeah. We also kind of don't know... We know where the rocks came from, and it's a long way away. It's like Wales, isn't it? Yeah. Like Wales to, like, Salisbury. Is, yeah, it's, it's a long huge. way away, yeah. um, which shouldn't really have been... I mean... Possible is a long is a, is a big word. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. It's like it was aliens. No, it's like it's <laughs> yeah, just, you are, Matt. Secret ancient aliens. Just a shitload of effort, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just it. Just it's just a lot of effort it's, to move stones. It's back like there. like like the pyramids. Like you couldn't have built that back in those days. No, it's it's very possible to stack a load of stones on. Top yeah, of yeah. Each people other. were doing. People have been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact. <laughs> You say the technology doesn't exist. I've seen children do it in the playground. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they've got not they've not got any technology at all. It's a very simple it. structure, to be honest. Yeah, because the low they you don't have to like do much architecture to make one layer of stones be bigger than the next layer of stones. Yeah, it's it's incredible. You, you know what? If if one of the wonders of the ancient world was a full on like modern day architecture skyscraper built with iron girders 
steel yeah. girders, windows, yeah, uh, and and like and like seismic defenses, yeah, like uh, <laughs> like um, in they have in Japan, yeah, you know, where the whole thing wobbles rather than f- falling over. Yes, yeah, yeah that yeah. would that would that would I would be like maybe aliens did that one, <laughs> maybe aliens or, or maybe humans going back in time probably had a hand. Uh, it's that, like Easter uh, Island, right? Like where they were yeah. like, um, how did when when people first asked the the locals like, how did these how did they get these heads here? And they said they walked, and they were like, ah, si- si- silly primitives, <laughs> thinking that they were supernaturally walking. Yeah. And then they re- recently realised that what they do is they get ropes tied to the top of it, yeah. and literally like a Just big and walk it along. Wobble them. Yeah. And it's like, that would have been incredible to see. Oh, you're damn right. Like, I'm I'm annoyed we don't do that nowadays. <laughs> I'm annoyed we didn't... Wobble, like, wobble big-headed men along the road. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. There's, that, there's that one picture of the uh, the giant inflatable minion sloughing its way down a, <laughs> down a motorway. I forgot about um, that. You know... Uh, the absolute chaos in that photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what rough beast it's time come round at last... Uh, at last. <laughs> slouches toward Bethlehem to be born. <laughs> I just I just love the idea of like Jeremy Clarkson also being in Top Gear. <laughs> being like, oh, fucking hell. And you think it's going to be a tractor, but yeah. in fact it's like 30 <laughs> people wobbling this giant Easter <laughs> island. <laughs> I just thought an enormous... Just It's like, oh, God, not again. I'm never going to make it faster than, than Richard Hammond at uh, this rate. And it's just... A minion across four <laughs> lanes of traffic. Come on! Boop, boop! <laughs> and the minion just rolls, <laughs> rolls, and just flat, and just because it's inflatable, just flumps its way over Jeremy Clarkson's car. <laughs> So Bonehenge, yeah. we still need to pitch this. Well, th- what I was saying is that we don't know what it's for. We kind of don't know what it is. Mm. So, um, like how it got there. So it w- might be reasonable for it to be the bones of some ancient uh, colossal creature. Yes, like fossilized, sort of like um, a skeletal snake or something. You know. Yeah. Um, like and to find that out would be quite like scary because it means like you know what if things like this are still out there what if and we mm. you've got like a kind of uh, a kaiju vibe going on or, yeah or, you know something that that starts small and then grows over time um, maybe we can even do the whole thing of like back then they killed it but yeah. but we don't know even know. <laughs> Funnily enough, you're describing one of the B plots to Raised by Wolves. Okay. Which is really weird. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that like all the way through, there's these giant serpent skeletons, which mm-hmm. they're like farming around and stuff like that. And there's just these giant holes in the ground, mm-hmm. which have like uh, grooves, like uh, uh, like threads okay. for it. And then when, when they go abseiling down at one point, there's like snake skins and stuff. And then there's like a giant there's like a small snake at the end that grows giant by the end like starts at the beginning of the episode quite small yeah. and then by the end of the episode it's huge ah. and flies <laughs> and okay it's, yeah so it's, it's kind of like that yeah like uh, um, like the, the sort of like I, 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 like we wouldn't really want to show it very much mm. but like we would probably um, have the, the worry the constant worry that somewhere in, in like in the UK under buried underground is this incubating snake like uh, the film Reign of Fire 
Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you've, got, you've got a kind of Jormungandr, so uh, yeah. sort of um, uh, this world serpent yeah. that's, that's, being, that's growing. I, I quite like the idea that this archaeologist, let's say like a kind of Indiana Jones figure mm-hmm. um, or a Lara Croft type, yeah. has um, has found like one of the one of the rocks that was meant to be used mm-hmm. or thought meant to be used in uh, uh, in Stonehenge. Yeah. It's like, oh, one of these rocks from uh, from Stonehenge is still in Wales. Yeah. And like, there's always been a gap in yeah. Stonehenge. Yeah. Where this rock was meant to be. Mm, okay, um, so they take it back to it. Yeah, and it's like an expedition to to get it. Like it's by helicopter. Yeah. Uh, or or we can have them just walk it there. You know, uh, and, well, then, and then we've got Jeremy Clarkson in the background. Oh, fucking so hell. There's an Easter Island head walking along the motorway. <laughs> oh, um, holding up traffic. Yeah, maybe maybe they find like a stump, you know, like something that that is supposed to be there. Yeah. Um, like a special, a different kind of rock. Yeah. Um, and they're like, that's weird. What's, why is that there? So they go looking. Archaeologists across the world start looking for rocks of that type yeah and it's not a kind of rock they've seen before but they found it like buried a little bit in Stonehenge yeah uh, and then they're like and they bring them all together and I, it I, reassembled it looks way more scary yeah well I, I quite like the idea of, of Laura Croft putting all this stuff together and uh, and she's being warned by someone who looks some druid some druid person yeah uh, like they could, they could be dressed up Billy sort of, Connolly Billy Connolly yeah. he's there just like oh no you don't want to be putting all those rocks together have you never heard about the big serpent the big snake of Stonehenge <laughs> yeah it's actually bones you know it's big bones the bones of the earth the bones of the serpent of the earth and she's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway because I want to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, she's fully fully clued up now. Yeah, she's fully clued up. Like, it was a warning that she was like, nah, I'm going to fucking do it. Like, I don't believe it. I don't believe in your shit, Billy Connolly. <laughs> I believe in science, yep. says says Lara Jones, mm-hmm. archaeologist. Yep. She's got a hat on, <laughs> two guns, shorts, and a giant leather jacket. Yep. Yeah, the leather jacket is longer than the shorts, so it does kind of look like she's not wearing anything underneath the leather jacket. Like, <laughs> she like, she kind of, looks like, like a flasher, flasher. yeah. Uh, like a, like flasher a, in like a fedora. A park, like a park flasher. Yeah. <laughs> a whip and guns. I just, I have I have once tried to wear, like I was wearing shorts and I was like, oh, it's, it's a bit chilly out. Yeah. I might put my big coat on. Just in case, you know, I'll carry my big coat with me just in case. But I don't want to keep putting it in my bag, so I'll put put it on while I travel. Yeah. And then I looked at myself in the mirror and it was like, long coat, legs, <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit, I'll, I guess I'll put it in my bag. You should have just, like, if anyone looked at you, you should have just, like, pulled your coat off. Like, <laughs> like you're flashing and go, huh, look! I've got clothes I'm, on. I'm wearing clothes! <laughs> wearing normal people clothes. What did you think? <laughs> But yeah, I think I think they should start. Uh, she she should put all these bones together, and this giant snake, this bone snake, yeah. uh, arrives, uh, and she's got to just shoot it down. Like, she shoots uh, it with a gun. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think she's got to go to all these other temples as well to get the the, the other, other bones. temples. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> it's all across the world. Right. We're, what we're doing here is is pitching the next Lara Croft <laughs> game. Yeah. 
Pretty much. <laughs> She's like, this, these stones belong in Stonehenge. She goes around all the world <laughs> looking at tombs, getting bones. Yeah. And every, every time Billy Connolly is just there, already there in this yeah. tomb, just yeah. going, no, these are bones. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I know, you told me last time. <laughs> I... And I thought that. I thought that. I thought that. Uh, that little snake person as well. Yeah. He's like, don't you don't you realize that that this the, that if you do this, the the magical giant snake will come back. And she's like, no, don't don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't be an but idiot. but you have just fought these two magical bone snakes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but I believe in science, Billy. Yes. Yeah. And 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 that was definitely the wind. Yeah. But they tried to eat you. Well. Listen, I understand that from your perspective, your very special perspective, Billy Connolly, that you probably think you're right about this, but I believe in science. (laughs) I'm 500 years old, Lara. No, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) Just... I believe in science and uh, that's impossible. (laughs) Because of science. Look, there's photos of me at the Kennedy assassination. There's a perfectly logical explanation, which is to say science. Yes, science. Science. But I, I was on the Titanic. Science again, again Billy Connolly. Billy, I know you think you're right, but unfortunately science. So so she, she puts these bones back in Stonehenge and then a, and a giant serpent comes out and she shoots it with her guns. Yeah. And uh, maybe a bazooka if you do the cheats. Yeah, and, if you do the cheats. And... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you do the cheat to there's get just, to the last level, anyway. There's just a, uh, the, it's it's really weird that this like exca- uh, this excavation site, this archaeological ex- excavation site, has so many red barrels nearby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, full of explosives. Yeah, so many red barrels that if you shoot, they explode. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just getting a hole in them, they mm. uh, they they and and just leaking out. The, the the barrel itself is constructed to create a spark that blows the barrel up when it when it gets shot. There we um, are. Uh, which is just something they keep constantly nearby uh, in archaeological dig sites. Apparently, yeah. I I love the idea that the marketing of this is like uh, you've got you've got Tomb Raider the the mm-hmm. reboot, then you've got Tomb Raider uh, or Laura Croft like Shadow of the Tomb Raider or something, right? And yeah. Then you've got like Rise of the Tomb Raider and then you've got Lara Croft Bonehenge (laughs) (laughs) and and people are like what? (laughs) like Square Enix releases that out of out of the blue and and people are meant to be excited about it in fact fact they're just confused (laughs) Bonehenge hello just want to say thank you for listening to the Life's a Pitch deleted scenes we hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.